Nah, I'm gonna take. Listen, give me, give me, give me Russell Westbrook, Gilbert Arenas, and Antoine Jameson, and we good. We bodying everybody. You mean the the, the Washington Bullets for sure. <laughs> definitely, definitely the, the the Washington Bullets. And we signed Jordan Clarkson because we need somebody to throw hands. Oh God! Get a oh, crazy God. Filipino to throw hands. Yeah. Listen, that's what all we need right there. Came here to say who wanted from the jump. Came here to say you get exactly what you want. Came here to say that you don't really want it with us. Yeah, we love you know. We came here to say that you don't really want it with us. Yeah, the sports show. There we go. There we go. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Your Sports Show. I am your host, Big Baby, aka the Soul of R&B. To my right of the pyramid, we have the voice of a generation, Pete Rosado. Kyrie is finally gone. It's a great day. It's a great day. I don't usually, I don't usually say Brooklyn rejoice, but Brooklyn rejoice. For today, the sun shines upon you. Kyrie is gone. And during Black History Month, too, is great. This guy. This guy. And at the bottom of the pyramid, we have the people's champ. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shop business in the building. What's going on, man? Shop business in the building. Shop business in the building. A.K.A. Mr. Randy, A.K.A. the Haitian Sensation, A.K.A. the Haitian Stephen A. Smith. How you doing, brother? Yes, sir, yes, sir, man. I'm chilling, man. We got, we, we got some trace report, bro. Where man, is Matt oh, to man. be? Where is Matt to be the J. Will to Randy Stephen A. today? Oh, 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 you are, you already know when it comes to Mr. Yeah. Kyrie Irving. To Mr. <laughs> Kyrie Irving. It sounds personal. It sounds personal, Stephen A. It sounds like this is personal. You know, I, I believe it sounds. You, you, you need to relax. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we have a lot to report. This is the um, yes, sir, man. this is the trade deadline and Super Bowl special. But we definitely, definitely, definitely gonna start off with the NBA trade deadline. But before we start all of that, Randy, please introduce yourself. Tell tell the the good people in 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 the your country. Who you are, what you do, man, the, stuff man, you do. First of all, it ain't the first time I've been on this dang show. I've been on, was on the show last year. Uh, it's your boy, the people shipping of the backstage, bro. The fantasy bookers of the IWC, and mm-hmm. uh, you know we move into Facebook come March fourth. We're gonna be on live, live from the sports hit list. So you already know the broadcast is coming. So we got some heat coming. Shout out to the broadcast. Shout out to the um the sports hit list. They're doing a lot of good things. I checked out their page recently. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Haitian yeah. owned, just like me, baby. <laughs> hey, okay, okay, okay. Zoe's in the building, man. Big Zoe. But um, Randy, a, a huge Knicks fan. Last time he was on the show, I believe he was on the after the year with with me and Matt. Yeah, um, we're doing a season preview. We were doing the season preview, the um the last seasons. Um preview and yeah a lot of things that we said pretty much came to pass last season so well i told matt i was right about boston and brooklyn i was right again yo you know when you're right you're right 
Hey, man. <laughs> but um, let's waste no time. Let's <laughs> get into the trade deadline special part of this episode. Pete, breaking news um, as we were um, in pre-production. Yes, yes, breaking news. Another trade has uh, has happened. The details are still being finalized, but it is expected to go through. And maybe LeBron, maybe it is you. Uh, Russell Westbrook traded from the L.A. Lakers in a three-team deal that will net the Los Angeles Lakers D'Angelo Russell returning. <laughs> Back to L.A., who once unceremoniously dumped his ass, um, returning now to L.A. as Mike Connolly uh, goes to, I believe, Minnesota. Yeah, Mike Connolly going to Minnesota and Russell Westbrook going to Utah. But That's a very good pickup. A lot of questions there about whether Russell Westbrook will actually even leave L.A. Randy, tell us about this. Russell Westbrook staying in L.A. even though he was traded from L.A. Well, first of all, to Pete Rosado of the of the Your Sports Show, a lot of Haitian Stephen A. Smith to educate you in terms of what's going on with Russell Westbrook. He ain't going nowhere in the state of in, in Los Angeles. He's staying in Los Angeles. He might not be a Laker, but he could be a Clipper. Because the plan was since the beginning of the season, if they're going to trade Russell Westbrook, right? And Utah was always the trading partner to trade him to. Remember, mm-hmm. me and Dre talked about this in the chat. If they were going to do that trade, they were going to buy Westbrook out. Ain't no way Russell Westbrook is going to play in that city. Not one iota. So if the Clippers are going to be interested, that means it dispels John Wall no longer being part of the team. Now, how does that happen? It could happen by the means of a trade. It could happen by means of him being him being waived. Now, the Clippers do have the power to do that. To get Russell Westbrook, you ain't really got to pay him top dollar because he's coming off of waivers. He already got his money for the Utah Jazz will be more than happy to give him his money. Yeah, they have because the money Utah, to do it too. They have, they have the money to do it because the Utah Jazz they they're they're in the business of Victor Webanyama, and they're and they're, and they're rolling the dice to see if their team can get there. But mm-hmm. the way they've been playing is like you know maybe not because you're overplaying. Never mind. Other than that, mm. Westbrook, Westbrook could be the fit that the Clippers do need. Now the Clippers are a team that are in need of someone that can up-tempo their offense. Russell Westbrook is someone that can definitely do that in bunches. Do they need him to score and and basically clunk shots that he can't shoot from? Mm -hmm. No. But what they need him to do is give enough energy to that Clippers, especially from the starting five perspective, that can give them at least a good punch going into the playoffs. Now, what this does for the Lakers is actually make them an actual playoff team. Because as you can see in the Western Conference right now, the West is wide open. Now, we can say Denver. We can say Memphis. We can say, you know, uh, what other team is, you know, even Phoenix. Listen, there is no way, and I mean no way, that even, like, before Steph got hurt, I still felt like it was the Warriors to lose. I didn't right. think there was a, there was no team in, in, in that conference that proved to me, without a shadow of a doubt, that they were going to be the, the representatives in the NBA Finals for the Western Conference. Unfortunately, so for this season, Steph's injury obviously mitigates that, and obviously we might might see him going for probably towards the end of the season. Who knows if right. Golden State is able to basically keep up with that going into that? And people were kind of considering the fact that this season, like last season, winning the championship was it. So, you know, who knows, man? 
Yeah, there, and there's a lot of questions in the West, as you said, Randy. Just a really a lot of questions I, as I, to I, who's gonna who's gonna win that West. I mean, listen, I hate to say this, okay? Um, the best team in the West is also the worst team, one of the worst teams in the West, and that right. is the Los Angeles Lakers. When Anthony Davis and LeBron James are both on the floor, okay, this t- and they're both healthy. This team plays fantastic. They don't oh, have no. enough supporting pieces around them. And now you have a young player in D'Angelo Russell who's going to be a lot more dependable than Russell Westbrook is, especially from a scoring standpoint. Okay, because we saw the kind of issues Westbrook went through last year, and he mm-hmm. struggled with his shot even this year. Um, you know, you get a little bit of a better facilitator, I think, in Russell than you do uh, in Westbrook. Uh, you do lose a little bit of that all-around game because Westbrook, as you know, uh, you know, used to be a walking triple-double, still a dangerous player in his own right. Um, but the Lakers are just the most difficult team to forecast because they can be really, really good and they can be really, really bad. Like, we'll talk about this later when we talk about LeBron uh, and, and his new record. Like, no one talks about the fact they lost to the Thunder. Right? They, they lost to the Thunder. Uh, and, and a team that has Anthony Davis and LeBron James uh, should not be losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder. But, you know, you have the you have the walking triple-double. Hashtag probably going for his third MVP in, in Nikola Jokic in, in Denver. Joel Embiid. Okay. If, if <laughs> I agree with you, but if Nikola Jokic is a triple-double every game, you can't tell me he can't be the he should not be the MVP. But but here but here's my thing though, and especially when it comes to Jokic being the MVP, yes, he puts up great stats. Yes, he's probably like the game is so easy to him because when it comes to European players, they see the they see the floor, especially American style basketball, kind of like the same way you know people from. Let's put it wrestling references real quick. Into how people from the Indies and, and and Japan and Mexico how they come into like WWE or AEW and they just like it's easy to them. Like Listen, right. Jokic, Jokic plays basketball like Sol Roka, Sol Roka took to wrestling. Like that's what I'm saying. Like yo, like honestly, like he's just having fun. Like there's a reason why Luca's killing right now. Like Luca is killing not because he's like this on the third. It's because the game is so easy. Whereas why he, you you see him in Eurobasket. Like how hard it was for him to get a bucket. You didn't hear a peep from Jokic in Eurobasketball. When it comes to the league in the NBA, it's easy because it's like the NBA is a WWE. You know, you have to work a, a, a certain style when it comes to playing in the NBA. You know, right. who, you know, I'm not saying the fact that you know, for, like 450 of the best players on on 30 teams can't play overseas a certain way. This and the third, because they can. It's vice versa. When it comes to European players, they're very fundamentally sound. So when it comes to America, everything is just so diluted in, in terms of American style basketball. American basketball today is dribble a little bit, shoot a three, dribble a little bit, cut into lane. Threes and dunks. If there's threes yep. and dunks, there's there's no strategy. So when you see a guy like Jokic, he provides strategy to the game and he manipulates it to his will. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what makes it so easy for him. But for me, where I say Joel Embiid is the MVP. I feel like he's the MVP because, especially he was robbed last year. I believe that if he played enough games, he would have won it. The reason why I feel like he's the he's the best dominant center since Shaq. Yes, 
like, yo, Jokic can be this modern day version of Arvita Sabonis if he never got hurt in the in the nineties. Which is basically Sabonis, which, which, if Sabonis would have got to the league. If Sabonis would have got to the league early. That's, 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 what, who, that's, that's who Jokic is today. Five, ten years earlier, you have a much different league. And and you and you and you hear people that say, Oh man, Larry Bird can never play in this era. He's too slow. This on the third. Are you watching Luka Doncic? <laughs> Hey Matt, you hear that? You hear that, Matt? No, 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 no. Me and Matt have these conversations in in the chat, like, okay. and, and and there are times where just Matt's defense. Oh, but you, but Julius Randle still ain't shit. Like, okay, Julius Randle ain't shit, but Julius at the Randall same time, he's know. a two-time All Star right now. All right, so you better shut the fuck up when it comes to that. That's one. <laughs> two. Two. Like. The game is easy, but for when it comes to Embiid, like the stuff that he's been doing, and the fact that he also outplayed him just two weeks ago on national TV. Right. Listen, like, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm uh, not to, to use Matt's terms. I'm not gonna hold you on that, right? Like it, 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 you, you make not one false point about mm-hmm. Joel Embiid or by about, about Nikola Jokic. But at the end of the day, you know, the game is judged on, on statistics, right? It's why, and we'll get into this a little bit later. It's, 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 why... a, it's, a, it's an analytical game, which is why I hate these fucking like computer nerds. It's like, oh, he's averaging all these numbers. He should be MVP. <laughs> you might shut the fuck well, up. No, but at, at the, an eye at test the, to it too. There is an eye test, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you have a guy who's averaging double-digit assists, double-digit mm-hmm. rebounds, du- double-digit points in the 20s, it's not like this guy's averaging... 11 10 and 10 right he's averaging damn near 25 plus points a game okay um you know he's averaging over 10 rebounds a game easily and he's got 10 assists right and you know yes i think they've watered down the triple double nowadays but it's still hard to do you know nikola Jokic is out here almost every night listen there's a reason why fanduel and DraftKings and all these places, you try to bet a Nikola Jokic triple-double, it's like negative 7,000 every game, regardless. That's easy money. <laughs> it, well, well, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, it's it's ridiculous for this guy. Listen, you get more Joel money Embiid, betting that he doesn't get it. <laughs> right. And you're probably going to lose most nights because most nights he's going to get it. But I'm trying... He had one by halftime yeah, in their had, last game. He had it in less than 24 minutes, yeah. You know, it, it's ridiculous what he's able to do, and I'm not going to dispute anything you said about Embiid. I think this is a two-horse race unless oh, yeah. somebody else emerges out of nowhere or does something ridiculous or one of these two men get hurt. And I don't wish them – well, 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 a distant third – like, let's – all right. With respect to, to Jason Tatum and what he's doing out there in Boston, he's on pace right now to be the first Celtic ever to average 30 in a season. He's also carrying, he's also being part of that team, that, the dynamic duel between him and, and Jalen Brown and the complete team that the Celtics have, who I, who I actually have coming out winning the NBA championship. I haven't won it all this year because they are out for blood. Like, literally. Like, if the Warriors were on the other side, like, they want the Warriors. Like, for, for them... Yeah, if they won the championship, yeah, they'll be happy. But they wanted to beat the Warriors because of yeah. what happened the season prior. They, and they ain't like, gonna oh, get the Warriors. They're not gonna get the Warriors, and and that's what makes the West situation so like, 
Like, I don't trust the Nuggets. No matter how mm-hmm. great Jokic is and how he sees the game, but when it comes to the playoffs, it's not him. It's the rest of them that shrink in the biggest moments. As great Jamal Murray has been in, in recent years, he shrinks in big moments. Yes. As, as talented as Michael Porter Jr. is, who's gener- who has generational talent, he's also injury prone and doesn't have the heart when it matters. So, And then you look at Memphis. All they do is talk. All bark but no bite. So you know, as tell, and I love Ja. Like he, like he reminds, like he's he's a version of Iverson to me in terms of what he's bringing culture into the league. He may not play like him how he used to, but the way his aesthetic, the way his swag comes to the game, that's who he reminds me of. And and the way the Grizzlies remind me of is like the Sixers, but the but the Sixers never talked like that during Iverson's time. It was only Iverson's game that did the talking. So, but but they're not going to go far because they need an adult in that locker room. So, you know, and, and Phoenix, they're going through their own shit right now because of the fact that, one, they just sold, you know, the team to somebody new. Two, DeAndre Ayton don't want to be there. He should have been in Indiana, tra- been traded for Miles Turner since the start of the season. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker is like, all right, I'm going to take some time off and, you know, mess with, you know, one of them Jenner sisters when I feel like it. And Chris Paul is like, yo, I'm trying to win a ring. Like, I'm the only adult here that's trying to do something. <laughs> And because my of that, issue, my issue with Boston, mm-hmm. my issue with Boston is that once you get past Tatum and Brown, the the points per game production really drops. Um, Tatum's at thirty one, Jalen Brown's at twenty seven. Their next highest score is Malcolm Brogdon at fourteen and a half. That's fine, uh, right? And but but to me, that's 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 a severe drop off. You're talking a thirteen point drop off between your second highest score. And your third highest score. And then it goes 11 uh, for Smart and White and then down to like nine for Horford. Um, while you you have great concerns about, you know, the Nuggets, they do mm. have a very balanced attack. I mean, you've got mm. Jokic at 25 points a game. you got Murray at 20, which it's a down year for Murray, all things considered. And you've got Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr., both at about 17 points a game. And then you got my man Bones, my man Bones coming in at 12 points off the bench and, and KCP with another 11 and a half coming off the bench. There's they're, they're a, They are a deeper team, which I like. There's just a lot of questions about Boston's production outside of their big two in Brown and Tatum. So I think that. Like, but here's the thing with Boston, though. And for me, as a lifelong Knicks fan, I hate everything Boston. But yeah. from – Everything that I see and what they're doing as a team from Joe Mazzulla's perspective. Remember, this is a team that Joe Mazzulla inherited from his his cohort for you know doing the diddly on on company time. Got to do that. <laughs> but, but but other than that, he was able to not only sustain what Ime Udoka left from last season, but enhance on it from an offensive standpoint because Udoka was more of a defensive mind from coming right. from the pop system. Yeah. So the thing. The thing that it, you're talking about points per game when it comes to the regular season, that's not going to matter come playoff time when those points are going to come down, especially from Tatum and Brown, because in order for them to win, those those 114, 15 points they score per night is going to go them down to at least right, 106, 107, maybe. So, so some of those points are going to come down. Scoring is not going to be like it is in the regular season. You know that. Of course, so, of course not, yeah. So, you know, when it comes to that, other guys who are going to step up like a, that's why you get a Malcolm Brogdon. That's why you get a, a Derek White. And then right. now Blake Griffin, 
who's done a great service for them this season as a reserve in limited minutes. And then, of course, you have Al Horford, who's had huge moments last year in the playoffs. And so it's not this year so far. And, and huge moments this year. So it's not like they, they, they're they there without scoring. They have guys on that team, at least one through nine, that can at least mm-hmm. give you about 10 points a night. So scoring has never been the problem. Obviously, you know, they know what their roles are. The others will be there come playoff time because they are deeper. They have the kind of team that can rub, run, rub shot to, from a defensive standpoint and control the game in that way, which can allow Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to go and do their thing and give you at least 57 to 60 points per night as a tandem. Now, Denver, on the other hand, despite them being balanced and scoring, that's where it falls back on gets them in the playoffs because because you're balanced scoring, they know who to get. Now, if you cut Jokic, if you can let Jokic go off. But if I can get you, 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 and you, what do you have? So if you can cut, if, if you can isolate the snake and allow him to move, you can cut the rest of the body off. Right. It's, it's, it's the shock oh, th- effect. So my thoughts on that is it's hard to compare those two teams. And the reason being, we, we mentioned about the points per game between um, the tandem of Tatum and Brown and um, Murray Porter and, and Joker. But you got to remember, Boston is damn near the number one defense in the league. Yes. The yes. The, um, the Denver Nuggets, uh, in terms of defense, are probably at, uh, I believe they're tailing at the bottom half because as much points as they give, they're giving, they're 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 getting it right back. There's no solid defender on the on the Denver Nuggets that can stop somebody when you need a stop. Aaron Gordon is their best defender, and if you're saying Aaron Gordon is your best defender when it comes down to the playoffs, when the game slow down again, I can see them probably, I can see them getting to the finals just based off the fact that certain teams will not be a hundred percent. I think, I think the, the Grizzlies are going to talk themselves out of a championship. They're gonna t- they're gonna, the Grizzlies are going to talk themselves out of championship. The Suns are not, not going to figure it out. Um, no. You never know what the Lakers are going to, you never know what the Lakers are going to be, and then that leaves. The oh, they're getting. Oh, no, 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 They're getting in the playoffs. This, this, yeah. this, this oh. trade, though, this trade put them in the playoffs. Oh no, no, no! I'm not saying they weren't going to be in the playoffs. I'm talking about winning the West at this point. Oh, if, if the oh. Browns in the play, if Browns in the playoffs, that changes some if, things. It changes yeah. some and, things. And but you have to think Minnesota is probably. Minnesota is probably going to be, it's either going to be Minnesota or New Orleans that's going to drop out. I see Portland and LA finding a way to get into the playoffs. I don't see New Orleans and Minnesota keeping the pace that they're at right now. Um, You know, so I definitely could see Portland and LA sneaking in uh, into that, uh, into that play in game. And I think the bigger issue is the reason why the East has such an advantage right now. While the West has a lot of great teams that you could go one to one to eight and and and, and run into a really good team in the West. And the, the problem is they beat up on each other in the West. In the East, it's you know you get a couple of long series, but they usually you'll get a couple of uh, of chalk lines in the East. Okay, unless you get two powerhouses that run into each other early. In the West, we've seen a lot of these series go the distance, go six games. And what happens is you'll see a team in the East get two, three days extra rest. And there's something to be said about getting rest at the end of a long season. 
I, I can pick that up. I can pick up where you're putting down from that situ uh, mm-hmm. from that standpoint. Because um, if I'm but- Boston, I want three, four days of extra rest. I want Brown and Tatum at maximum efficiency going up against anybody I'm going to have to go up against, whether it be in the NBA Finals. All right. So, all right. All things considered, let's just say the season ended today, right? And Boston has that 1-8 matchup. It would work to Pete's advantage because, obviously, um, the Hawks. Beat the shit out the Hawks. They, they, no, they're, snuff, they're snuffing the Hawks. Hey, they're fucking the Hawks up. Like they're stuffing the yeah, Hawks. If you, and, if you assume the and, Hawks and, 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 and win the plans, mm-hmm. well, 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 right now the Knicks are in a virtual tie for sixth. Um, mm-hmm. so yep. because because they have the tiebreaker over Miami, they will get six, and they will get Philly in round one. So you say Miami, Miami, and uh, Miami, Miami's, Miami's win. Look, Miami's winning the playing. Like I'm, right, and then you got the Hawks beating the lot. Bulls. The Bulls. Honestly, they could screw up because you don't know if the Rosen might. All the Rosen needs is one game, and then now right. from what and now breaking news: the Chicago Bulls are pursuing Russell Westbrook. Should he get? Should he get? You know, signed out by by the. Uh, I, I would not guys. want that. For, whoa, I would not whoa, want whoa, that whoa, whoa, hold on now. Remember, Lonzo Ball is also not there, not healthy. So they could use someone that could de- definitely supercharge that starting lineup. Yeah, it might not look a certain way, but who knows him better than Billy Donovan? So th- don't forget about that as well. So you have to understand. So there's ties there because of Billy Donovan. So, you know, if he does go there, Billy Donovan knows how to use him the right way. Don't this is true. He said, don't do our Grizzlies like that. Listen, the grit as I love the Grizzlies. I love Memphis as the grindhouse days of Zebo and them. But them boys didn't talk. Them boys was about that action. Y'all be talking. Like, like these, 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 I wouldn't even call them Grizzlies. I call them Cubs because all they do is <laughs> chirp. And then, and then you get, you know, Dylan, you know, uh, El Chico DeBarge over there and Dylan Brooks, you yapping at, yapping at, you know, uh, spectators out and, you know, and trying to cause the man you got to worry about is the league leaders in the league leader in blocks per game, Jaron Jackson Jr. Who only averages five rebounds a game. And, 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 yeah. and, and that's what, and that's what pisses me off. I mean, how the hell are you a 6'11? And, and, and bigger than your daddy, a much better shooter than your daddy. You know when he was on the Spurs, mm-hmm. and, and, and blocking and, everything in sight, blocking everything in sight. But you can't grab a goddamn rebound to save your life. Well, well that goes back to the the immaturity of that they team. A, they need an adult, and, and Stephen Adams and can't, not not only Stephen Adams. Though. He, he cannot be the adult. He cannot be the he cannot be the adult in the room and be their best rebounder. Like Xavier Henry and, and oh, Xavier Tillman. And, and other guys that are on team gotta get rebounds. Like you cannot, yeah. like you can't expect Steven Adams to get twenty rebounds a game. And if you're in a seven game series, you can't expect him to like average fifteen to seventeen fucking rebounds and try to get all the offensive boards, which he leads the league in. That's gonna maybe they should him. trade for one of the seventeen centers the Magic got. Bow Bow, you know they probably make Bow Bow available. Mo Bamba's available. Bow Bow Bamba's like seven one and still came in. Mitchell, never, never mind. <laughs> when Wendell Carter Jr. is your best rebounding center, there's a problem. There's a problem. But that's so, the thing. We've noticed this in, in the the current years of the NBA where smaller rebounders are better than larger players. This goes back to damn near Rob. Well, let's we're not going to go that far. But Draymond Green is one of the better rebounders in the league, and he is 6'7". He's not... He's six five. Oh, but this also, but this also, this also goes to the space. 
that also just talks to the space that they play within the NBA now. When we're talking about just, you know, everybody gives each other space. There's a lot of open space mm-hmm. now in the NBA versus back in the day. It was a lot different. It was a lot different because you played down low. Your centers and right. your power forwards all played down near the basket. And there was not mm-hmm. a lot of space down there. It's very different now. You don't see as much uh, hard boxes out there. You don't see as much heavy rebounding like you did back in the day. Like, honestly... The you know you thought he was bad back then. Rodman would be cleaning up in today's NBA. Listen, listen, listen. As a biased Nick fan, Patrick Ewing would barbecue chicken every night. Yep, Bar- barbecue chicken. Like imagine Shaq now. What? Oh my God, Shaq, Shaq now three hundred rebounds. Shaq, yeah, listen, you get you get, I, Shaq would be Wilt Chamberlain today. Shaq would <laughs> you be pull. Wilt. For sure, you could pull 40, some of the, forty and forty and twenty every night. You could pull some night? of the B list, even some of the B list centers from from the nineties and early two thousands. Fucking Vladi Divac would Divac would kill right now. Matumbo oh, would kill right now. Honestly, like Divac is on the cusp of what Joker uh, is Joker like because right, like back to people forget back in the day exactly what Joker was, but people forget that. You, people, yes. you forget, like, people think, all right, you, you know, the people think of, when they think of Vladi Diva, they think about the fact that he didn't grab a goddamn rebound in game six of Western Conference Finals against the Lakers in 2002. Right. But they forget. Which, which they, were, they were already destined to lose the game anyway because niggas were cheating. Listen, to talk, to talk <laughs> your Knicks, to talk your Knicks, Randy, you really want to talk about somebody who'd be cleaning up right now in the NBA? Marcus Canby would be a, would be a beast. Anthony, they wouldn't touch Anthony Mason. <laughs> nope. Oh, yeah. Nope. Anthony Mason you know, had yeah. the whole lane to himself. Anthony like, Mason, you, know, you got Alonzo Mourning, oh, Michael yeah. Cage, you know, you got guys. Oak, like Kevin, like Kevin Wilson is T-Rex arms could grab more rebounds than Jaron Jackson Jr. Big Country Reed. We over a dog in the Don't say that near Shaq. Don't say big country around Shaq. Give him the shakes. Big big country gave Shaq the business back in the day. B-I, bro. The business. But we talk, you know, we just, we talk about how the NBA has changed so much. Like, you get, Mm -hmm. you know, now you've got guards. You know, you've got guards averaging six, seven rebounds a game, which is is just unheard of when you talk about how this is, how this, how the league, how the league is. When you've got guys who are seven feet. Listen, all three of us have been around or played the sport for a very, very long time. And one of the first things you learn is you play, you use your body as a weapon, right? You play to your size. If you are small, you play to your exactly. speed. Exactly. Just like that. Right. <laughs> if you're big, you use that body, you create space. And, mm-hmm. and you just don't see that nowadays. You don't see don't. seven footers playing and i hate to sound microaggressive i hate to sound <laughs> sizist i'm sorry cancel me but for god's sakes i want to see a seven footer play like a seven footer well the problem is we go back to what we were just talking about a little while ago is the overseas play where your seven footers are not playing like american seven footers used to play now, they don't want to be like footed, MJ in Europe. They your footers like overseas are playing they like Tony. They do it all. They these do are all. these are that left shrimp. Like Tony Kuko. They, they these guys are born that left shrimp and then turn them into Lucas. Like yeah, yeah. Like like people don't like when you when you look at that. Like Luca has Larry Bird's whole bag, but with a hip hop flavor in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yep, and a little and bit that, more bounce. And, 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 
No, they both had the same bounce. <laughs> like, <laughs> now, Luca, Luca, get up a little bit more than Larry. Now, Luca got more bounce than Larry. Uh, 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 Larry Cole, Luca ain't going to trash talk like Larry trash talk. Oh, no, no, no. Luca can, can trash talk. But I'm just saying, Not Larry. Like Larry. Larry Bird can jump over the yellow pages. Luca can jump over the white pages. I guess that's where we're at when it comes to that, right? Larry Bird, Larry Bird, tell you, Larry Bird, Larry Bird, the one that tell you, I'm about to sink this three point and go sleep with your mama, and the next day your mama gonna tell you how it was. No, no, no. Luca can talk trash. You know how I know how? How the way they whipped the Suns' ass in Game Seven and just looked at Devin Booker's face like, "What you gonna do about that?" <laughs> listen, we ain't, we ain't. Listen, we ain't, we ain't going there with Devin Booker. Okay, let's not blame, let's not blame that 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 melanin deficient white boy. Okay, because Devin oh, Booker, no, 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 Devin don't Booker do that, ain't man. hard. Devin Booker not hard. Okay, he, he, oh, no, he, no, no. he no, no, Devin Booker about that life. When I, when I saw what he did for his teammate, his, his dude in that with the elevator coming just start whooping ass. Devin listen, Booker about that when, life. Call me when he, call he me when he gets. Nah, he may listen. He could be bad. <laughs> But call me when he Matt Barnes bad. So so he, well, he has to ride like you know yeah. like thirty mile thirty miles just to whoop Dirk Fisher ass. Yeah, <laughs> call me when he Matt Barnes. Call me when he Spreewell bad. Okay. okay. No 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 no. See, see, you don't want to go Spreewell bad now. Like you you, okay. you want to choke a choke a coach and then get a two by four and come back. That's some crazy shit. I mean, listen, I do it. listen you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. You know, P, call, P, yeah. P, P, PJ calling Miss. PJ Carlissimo had that that had that coming. He was a terrible coach in Golden State around that time. He was. I listen. I love and I love PJ. PJ's a great coach, but he was. A, that was a bad time for PJ. Yeah, that Very was a bad, bad time. time. For PJ. PJ who? Carlissimo. Carlissimo. AKA the man Spreewell choked out. Hey, hey, it had to happen. No, no, no. It had to happen because because he was like, yo, tra-, he, he looked at Pop dead on the bench like, yo, trade for me now. I don't want to play for this dude anymore. And then nah, practice- PJ Carlisimo disrespect to him, bro. Like, like I don't know what to tell you, bro. Spreewell did what speaking- he had to do. <laughs> Hold on. Speaking so, of disrespect, I mean, that's true. Dre, that's speaking true. of disrespect, mm-hmm. can we touch on this man, Kyrie Irving, talk about how he was disrespected in Brooklyn? Okay, we can. So let me tell you why. <laughs> um. I'm not gonna say he was he's completely right for how he's feeling, but within the last couple months of this man minding his business and shutting the fuck up and playing, so, someone is always not you, not you, but someone's always finding a reason to say something about him. Let's let's keep it a spade a spade, right? That punishment that he got from Brooklyn was too much. That sh- that shit was OD. It got and it was OD and it got nothing accomplished. Which one? The COVID punishment? No, 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 no. I'm not the the the, the, the anti the, the, the anti Semitic thing. Uh, okay, that, I'm that on was, the fence that with that one. Over, that was over. That was over the top. It was. We, we saw the list of things that he had to do for it, and, I, and we already know if Kanye didn't do what Kanye did that same seven day in that same seven days, that would have never happened to Kyrie. That would have never happened to Kyrie. But you know, again, you know how the entertainment world is. It's a reactive world. And at mm-hmm. the end of the day, it got put under a microscope because of what happened. Listen, like, and, and I said it on this show as well, right? Mm-hmm. I felt like Amazon should have gotten the smoke and Jeff Bezos should have gotten the smoke because he came out and he said, I'm not pulling this off of, you know, Amazon. We're not going to stop selling it. And I'm just like, so we got, uh, we got a man 
who basically had to get punished for sharing about it. And we had a whole discourse about how this is anti-Semitic or at least at the very least contains anti-Semitic messaging. And now you are going to sit here and say, oh, we're going to continue to sell it because we don't feel like it violates any issues. And then nobody going to say a peep. Okay, I said we have a problem there, right? right? I never said that Kyrie was, the day I said Kyrie was in trouble was the day they went to Kyrie and mm-hmm. somebody gave him bad advice and said double down on the bullshit, right? Because mm-hmm. instead of Kyrie coming out and Maya Copa, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't know, I apologize, this, that, and the third. And we've seen everybody do it a million and a half times, a little fake, I'm a total line, I'm sorry. And everybody washes their hands of it and lets it go. He went and he doubled down on it. Okay. And now for him to come out in this press conference with Dallas, talk about, oh, I got Jewish members in my family, Jewish family members, but nobody in the media knew about that, right? First of all, it's not our job in the media to know whether or not you have Jewish family members. Secondly, if you have Jewish family members, you should know this. Okay. I don't know if Kyrie smokes weed. But if he does, stay off the weed. <laughs> okay. Like, let, 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 me, let me be very, very, very clear when it comes to Kyrie Irving. Okay? Go ahead, Stephen A. Kyrie Irving. See, does he feel justified in terms of how, how Brooklyn treated him? Perhaps. But it's most of it self-inflicted. You're damn right it is. Because the moment he signed on June 30th, 2019, everybody was laughing at the Knicks for not signing him in KD. Now, I'm putting my fandom aside, Matthew, and I'm going to break it down in terms of, thank God it didn't happen in the garden. Because had this happened on 33rd and 7th at the world's most famous arena under Jim Dolan with Kyrie Irving acting like that, do you really, really think that he was going to leave that place scot-free without hell being burnt right behind him? He went to Brooklyn because it was calmer. It was quiet. He thought he couldn't catch duck from smoke from the New York media. Well, guess what? You and KD did. Not only that, you play less than 45% of your games. When you were healthy to go to the bubble, you're like, no, I don't want to go to the bubble. Almost cost the league billions, which ended up happening anyway. Mm-hmm. You duck smoke. When you finally do come back, you take two weeks off. No, no, no. Before that, you approve of your head coach signing, Matthew. And then on top of that, you said just days after signing him, we don't need a head coach. We ain't got. And then months later, during the restart, you, uh, I don't know, uh, took two weeks off unceremoniously, didn't tell nobody. You know, your coach basically had to be professional and live for you on national television. Yeah, I talked to Kyrie. He's like, da 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 And you didn't care one iota about COVID then. Came back, you know, you did your thing, you had a season, but still missed time because you can't stay healthy. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. 
go in the playoffs. You hurt your ankle in game like it was game five because mm-hmm. yeah, you hurt your ankle in game five. It was mild enough for you to play, but you're like eh, eh, okay. But James Harden played on a very bad hamstring in five, six, and seven. Net following season, everything's all good. Scary hours, right? Everything's supposed to be good. You know, I don't feel like getting a jab. And then you use, you try to become NBA's Con Kaepernick. Now, I'm not like, I'm not excusing Kyrie for being, you know, finding himself and, and, and basically being for the community as he is. But his actions in terms of like having it blur with his actual profession has given him the, 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 the platform to do so has hurt him more than anything. Right. Because, and it does, it did a disservice to Brooklyn. And then you use that to, to, to champion your court, your, your cause for not playing for half the season. And then when you do, you get swept. No accountability for it until yep. you know the, the un- until you guys came back Not in the following season. No, no, uh, he took accountability during. Oh, the, but Randy, every, the, nobody, the, nobody pays attention. Nobody pays attention to the work he's putting into the gym. Everybody wants to talk about his off the court stuff. They nobody wants to talk about his on the court stuff, right, Randy? That's what he said. Oh no, no, but but let me wrong on the on the court stuff with Kyrie Irving. Yes, you know we all know what he could do. Like that's never been the issue when he's on. You know, there are times he has some boneheaded moments, but his IQ has really sharpened up, especially since he left Cleveland. So I give him that credit. But it's him blurring his outside life with his actual profession and his inability to be present and to be held accountable and allowing certain things to basically be a distraction to his teammates. And then you miss half of last season, you get swept, come into this season hoping for you know, something different. And it appeared good to start. And then, of course, the Kanye thing happened. And then, of course, just right after, Kyrie posted the, you know, well, even a couple weeks prior, he was posting Alex Jones. That was strike one then. And then strike two was the anti-Semite stuff, you know, him sharing it, and then him doubling down. Mm -hmm. You know, when he he doubled down, I didn't mind him doubling down because at the time, because I'm like, it was really nothing. But because of the way things are nowadays because of the Kanye situation, he unfortunately caught the wave and what happened happened. The suspension right. was un- the suspension. The suspension was unfair. I, 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 I do give that, but let's not forget. He also was like, I right, um, trade me to LA. Right. And then everybody yeah, wants to get on Joe Psy. Everybody wants to talk about how Joe Psy is this, that, and the third, because it was it was one of his quote unquote missions to not trade Kyrie to his preferred destination of LA. Listen, at the end of the day, you are at the mercy of the company you work for. We forget, many people forget that basketball is still a business. Okay. And at the end of the day, they are gonna make a business decision. I am not gonna sit here and make you happy after you've made my business miserable, after you've made having to deal with you miserable after i've gotten technically no return no negligible return on investment since signing you since signing you i've lost two coaches i've lost two coaches almost lost my best player in kevin durant because of your bullshit i got 
hoodwinked into bringing James Harden out here and then had to get rid of James Harden to get double hoodwinked to bring in broken-ass Ben Simmons who can't score a bucket if you put him in a, in, in, a, in, a, in a room full of buckets, okay? I know five-year-olds who score more than him at the Dave and Buster's basketball machine, okay? That's good. All right, relax. <laughs> <laughs> All right you got to relax. No, I'm serious. I am tired. No, I am tired of these stat lines. I am tired of these Ben Simmons stat lines. 37 minutes played, 0 for 1 on field goals, 0 for 1, got like 7 assists and no points, the boy put up one shot, can't even hit that, if you're going to take one damn shot, one shot, at least make the goddamn shot, goddammit, okay, we got the, we got the only, the only broken thing from Australia, okay, playing on a damn team, at this point, I would take Luke Longley over, over Ben Simmons at this point, Okay, I could get more than four points a game out of Luke goddamn Longley. Okay, so we got hoodwinked twice, and now you want us to take care of you? You want us to send you to L.A. to go team up with the only person you've ever been successful with in your entire career in, in LeBron James? No, you go suck an egg, okay, and go sit in Dallas. And by the way, now you can't get your four-year extension because you can only get two years now. You know what? And everybody wants to talk about Joe Sy and this and this and this. Listen, Kyrie Irving need to understand. It's very simple. Okay? Yes, Kyrie Irving is a great basketball player. There's no doubt about that. He's a fantastic player. He's a fantastic talent on the court. But this is a world... And this is a sport where what you do on the court, because we treat sports stars as celebrities and we live in a country that maximizes everything celebrities do. Okay. I don't know why. You are going to have a microscope on you on top of the fact that you are playing in the media capital of the world. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. If you to LA, the same bullshit would have happened. Oh no, that, that's that's why he went to Brooklyn so he wouldn't get that heat. But he forgot, like right, right. He forgot Brooklyn's you know, part of New York. Y'all cooking his man right now. So I'm gonna I'm 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 bring the Kyrie defender on. Right. As much right as much as Brooklyn is its own city, okay, um, they they are still part of New York. Listen, the, and I'm gonna steal a line from day uh, from from um, from Rick DiPietro, former Islanders goalie current co-host of DPA Troy Rothenberg on ESPN radio. Every morning okay. listen to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say exactly what he said this morning while I was driving to work. The problem with Kyrie Irving is that every time we talk about Kyrie Irving, we have to preface the statement by saying I think Kyrie Irving's a great player. I think Kyrie Irving's one of the best. Kyrie, I'm not talking about Kyrie Irving's talent. The fact that every time we talk about Kyrie Irving, it can't just be because Kyrie went off and scored 50. It can't be because Kyrie set an NBA record. No, every time we're talking about Kyrie Irving, it's because of some stupidity he did off the court. Stop doing the dumb shit. And then we would focus 
on your greatness as a player, Kyrie. You know, so you know, kind of, you know who's hip hop. You know who, who's his hip hop equivalent? Wale. No. Uh, who? Wale would never get in that kind of trouble. No, talking. Well, I said Wale. I only said Wale because you know Wale, and. I love Wale. Shout out to Wale. I, 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 I do too. I do too. The reason, the reason why I said Wale, because Wale is um, basically saying, "Yeah, y'all need to show me love. Y'all need to show me love." Blah 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 blah. No, blah. no, no. But 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 but, Ky- but Kyrie and his antics in terms of how it blurs in terms of stuff that he's known for reminds mm-hmm. me of well, he's his equivalent is Kanye West. He's 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 yeah. basketball's Kanye West. Oh, they're the same nigga. Yeah. yeah. You know, he he he's basketball's Kanye West. Like. We, like you, you put Ye on the stage, you put you give him an NPC, you know he's gonna give you heat if you lock him in a room long enough. Kyrie, you put him on a on, on a gym, on a hardwood floor, you give him an orange ball, he gonna he gonna dribble the life out of it, he's gonna cross you up. He, he like his 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 art is that basketball and what he yeah. does on the floor with it. Like when when we had the when and Dre, you can attest to this. When we have the conversations with Matt in the group chat, especially when it pertains to the Brooklyn Nets. Not once have I got out of character and said the fact that Kyrie's trash. It's more so about his ability to stay on the floor and be a productive member of your team. Now, believe me, when he went to the Nets, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, the first thing that went in my mind, all right, cool. I'm happy that it wasn't Knicks for the scrutiny. Mm-hmm. But now that you got Brooklyn with KD, you better win. Because if you don't win, it's going to be bad for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And not even four years later, because he didn't honor his contract, he got traded. Not only was it a disaster from jump, you almost, almost, at least for a split second, at least for now, tanked the franchise because in case of KD might want out, now the franchise is basically going to have to go in retooling or rebuilding mode. Right. It's not on Joe's side. And I I hate to see these black people on Twitter, you know, like, you know, on black Twitter going to, oh, you know, it's Joe's side's fault, you know. Black man, Jewish stuff. Da, 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 da. No, stupid. It's because Kyrie, does, Kyrie himself, has made it a at least a focal point for him to be as a big of a distraction as possible to not do the job that he is actually great at. Right. And it's unfortunate for that because it's like, yo, he's a dope player, man. He's a hooper. Like, who doesn't want to see him hoop? I don't think at times he wants to see himself hoop. Like, like he looks for an excuse to get out of work <laughs> sometimes, yeah. and that's and that's all people are trying to say. It, it, I'm about sick of y'all shit. Y'all not going. Oh, and you, and and you know, know I'm right, motherfucker. You know I'm right, Randy. I'm gonna get to your Haitian ass in a minute. <laughs> you done fucked up, and you know you done fucked up. So I don't know why you eat you, with your broth and your windows sucking eggs and shit. You know what the fuck you did. Don't 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 see. You was hoping that I wasn't going to make it to the show. That's why you talking all the shit that you're talking. No. Go ahead. No. Not going Go down on. like that, brother. Go Joe on, Stephen A, because it's personal for you. Kyrie pays bitch. your checks. Joe Sire is a bitch, and I've been saying it all week. He's a bitch. And you know he's a bitch. I'm sick of this shit. God damn you, he man. Did this, shit on, oh, this is some bullshit. You really, you really going to sit there and defend this shit? You really, Kyrie, you listen, really Kyrie deserves it. Dory. Finny fucking Smith, you dead ass right now. With all, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now, and you can hate me for it. It was the best deal. I already do. I already did. It was the best deal. 
I'm sorry. I will sit here and say it on air. The CP3 deal, as great as CP3 is, I'm sorry. I don't want 75-year-old CP3 who's only got maybe two years Um, left in one of his knees, um, as great as he is. um, Okay. I'd rather, you know why? You know why? Because I could take Spencer Dinwiddie. You know why? Because I could take Spencer Dinwiddie, and if I don't want to keep him, I could trade him off. I can't trade CP3 if I get him. Phoenix been trying to trade CP3 since they got him. That's not true. That's not true. They just started. Phoenix been trying to trade CP3 since they got him. Okay. They tried trading the second season, to be honest. Right. So well, you you over here telling me them. they gave him the contract in the second season. Why the fuck would they do that then? That's because they it. wanted to unload the money. What money? They wanted the to money unload the money. So what am I gonna do? I'm gonna take so, 75 so I'm, so I'm year old. I'm gonna take 75 year old CP3, who in basketball years is 75. Great player, fantastic player, Hall of Fame point guard. Yes. Culture starter. Culture starter. Okay. But I'm gonna take 75 year old CP3. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go that route, you just had a whole long ass feel about how you got an elementary school kid that can score more than Ben Simmons. You don't think Chris Paul can set up Ben Simmons in a way where he can get lives and he can get more than just eight points? Huh? Uh, I want to get rid of Ben Simmons. Hold up, hold up. You can't, you can't get rid of that contract. I know. I unfortunately, hold on, hold on. You gotta. He has to have value to get rid of. You don't think Chris Paul? You don't he don't. Got, here we go. Look, boom. Right there. The right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. That's hate. That's hate. You right ain't there. a logical thinker. You ain't a logical thinker. That's that right bullshit. There. That's the shit. I love everything about. Australian. I love everything Australian except for Ben Simmons. Take his ass yeah. back. Yeah, I bet. Take his ass you just, back. You just give me a Lithuanian transfer student at this point. I take Stephen A. Smith's two point three points a game average over Ben Simmons. You might as well just get on the floor too, since you so goddamn. I take, listen, I could, I could score more than Ben Simmons. And NBA Ben Live Simmons is a bum. Maybe. He's a and bum. NBA Live two thousand five. You and I, you and I both know. He's a bum, and I got the damn vein coming out my neck because you're making me say this. He may be a bum, but he might he might clap you on the court. He, he might okay, he might clap me. My five foot, but listen, my five yeah. foot. But you know what? He but you know what? Your ass. No, you're right. <laughs> but, listen, but you know what? But but you know what, Randy? My yeah. five foot ten ass, okay, my five foot ten ass with one bad knee, can still find a way to score a damn bucket in an oh. NBA game. I mean, okay. I mean, I, I, can, get I, open, I can get an open look. Okay, and, and I hit it. I hit a three pointer before Church Ben side. Simmons will. So to to kind of tie this Kyrie everything up into what we're um one of the last top NBA topics we're gonna speak about. Um, with Dallas, love you too, Matt. So with Dallas Mavericks um, trading for for Kyrie Irving, um, what other team do you expect to make a uh, a big splash within the next twenty four? Not twenty four, the next um, twelve hours or so. I'm gonna start with. Uh, I'm gonna start with. Let me start with Matt. Start with Matt. Phoenix. I think they're gonna really try to get rid of. Um, they're gonna try to dump the Chris Paul and um, the fuck is this guy named Crowder? 
Crowder, yeah. Crowder, they're going to get rid of Crowder and, and Chris Paul because of the contract. Aiden, they're not going to get rid of him. I don't know why they're not going to get rid of his bitch ass, but they need to. It's either him or the coach, and they don't get along. So, I mean, clearly they need to make some moves, but I think they're going to dump those two. I don't know where they're going to end up. They might end up in um, – I really feel like they're going to end up in like a – somewhere in the East that's going to be serviceable to Ben to, – um, to Kobe Bryant's other light-skinned, illegitimate son, Devin Booker I'm talking about, you know, because Randy has been around for my diatribe when I said Kobe has two light-skinned kids, one in no, Boston and one he, in Phoenix. No, he only has one. He has two. He has one. He has two. Devin Booker is fully capable of being one of Kobe Bryant's kids. No. But, um, Tatum got it. Yeah, Tatum definitely got it. But then there's also Kyrie Irving, but we're not going to get into that because, you know, Pete don't understand how great of a talent Kyrie Irving is, which, by the way, I do think it will work in Dallas, but I just don't think they're going to win the championship. Not this year. No, not this year. I, I no, see them not, I see them make, making a conference. I see them making a conference because the Western Conference is so up in the air right now. But, um, yeah, I see Memphis making some moves too because they've, they've gone on a back fly. They got to make – they got to refresh their team, even if that means they need. Adams. They need an adult. No, 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 no. They get rid of Steve Adams. They they lose all rebounding. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. I think they're gonna get rid of Steven Adams and get a younger. Like I, I, I think, the only person, the only person you go get for that kind of situation is Clint Capella, who can definitely rebound because this time in Atlanta is up. Big man in Trump, on the Timberwolves. Nas. Nas Reed. Yeah. I don't think I anybody. Think like, I don't. I don't think. Um, I don't think the Grizzlies have anything that the the. So the I, mean, so, I think they got some guys. They're not going to trade to. They're not going to trade to me. Yeah, I think I think they're, there's a couple they're, of. They're really high on Tillman. There's a couple of teams that I think need to make some trades um, to really mm-hmm. solidify Brooklyn. themselves. I do I do think Brooklyn needs Brooklyn to make one. at least another trade uh, to mm-hmm. solidify itself. Uh, I think it may be time to move on from players like a Joe Harris. Uh, who I thought was going to be a really big building block for us for a long time, and he just has not been the same after coming back from surgery. But I think he could be very serviceable uh, for other teams as a spot up three, as uh, a spot up three shooter, a la Kyle Korver and, and JJ Redick. Um, you know, but I think another team that has that. to make. I can hit in clutch moments. Joe Harris, funky ass cutting. But I, I think I think you have I'll another team that him. has to make a move. I never um, I think for, for that very, Buck series. Never. Go ahead, B. What I think is very interesting, a team that I think has to make a move to solidify itself, I think has to be um if you're looking out in the in the uh in the east, I think has to be the New York Knicks. The Knicks have to look at unloading some of the players that they have that are just not serving them anymore. I mean, Evan Fournier went off a couple of nights ago, but this is what once every three or four years for Evan Fournier. I think if we can start to move some pieces, figure out what we're doing. Like at this point, I think they have to move on from the idea of like getting rid of Julius Randle because he's been their best player. But I think they have to make a decision on R.J. Barrett. Is R.J. Barrett – yeah, well, no – Randall, I think, has been better than Brunson, but Brunson what? is a bigger piece for them. Oh, Matt, Randall, Matt, you want to take this? You want to take this no, before I do? Randall, Matt, Randall Matt, has been Matt. this year. Randall has been, again, if you go numbers hey, yo, by Matt. numbers, 
Matt, I'll tag you in. I'll tag you in, Matt. I'll Randall has in. been better this year. Now I get it. Randall's you not going to show up. You got to relax. Randall's you not going to show up when it matters the most. Tonight. You got everybody. Here's my thing, though. What the fuck are you talking Hold about? On. Right Dr- Dr- Hold Dr- on. Hold Dr- on. Julius Randall Dr- is you fucked up. Are you, are you fucking serious Hold on. Right hold, on. hold on, Matt. Let P finish. Here's my question, though. To, to touch on your point. If the Knicks were without Jalen Brunson right now, or if the Knicks lost Julius Randle right now, which they'd be better, they would be they would be worse off right now without Julius Randle as the secondary player to Jalen Brunson than if Jalen Brunson was on that team by himself. You know nah, nah. Talk about yo, Matt. Before before you cook, I gotta say Go this. Ahead. I, I gotta say this. This nigga here, boy. Go ahead. How I'm wrong. Dare you be so egregious? You have the unmitigated call to come on here on 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 Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse and have the temerity to say that Julius Randle from he's not from Dallas he's from Plano Texas saying that he's better than Jalen Brunson. No, 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 no. I did not say. No, 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 I did not say that Julius Randle was a better player than Jalen Brunson. What I said was, what I said was that the Knicks right now, if Jalen Brunson was the sole player on that team, no Julius Randle, with the way that R.J. Barrett has played this year, with the way that the rest of that team has played, the Knicks would be, would be worse off with only Julius, with only Jalen Brunson. Oh, 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 the same fucking Julius Randle that shit the bed against fucking Trey Young in fucking Atlanta. You yes, but this time, this time, Julius Randle is the number two. He's playing like a number one, but he's not their number one. Jalen Brunson the is their number okay. one, and it allows Julius Randle to play off. You 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 saved yourself with that, but but the fact that you said without Julius, I'm not on the floor. Must you forget the numbers? That the Knicks have without Julius Randle on the floor for an extended period of time. When, even though in a sample size last season, the Knicks had an above 500 record without Julius Randle on the floor for the last few games of the regular season. Mind you, Obi Tuckman okay. basically was at a 20 point score without Julius Randle. Now you add Jalen Brunson, who gives you 22, almost 23 points and six assists a night. You yep. add that on the team. Jeez, and hmm, now where are you getting the 11 rebounds from? Cause you ain't getting it from Mitchell Robinson. You ain't getting it from Jericho Sims. That's all you think you about definitely not getting rebounding? it from Obi Toppin. You, you, That's what you, you think you, about rebounding, bro? Okay, where you okay. getting the twenty? Where you getting so the twenty-five and eleven? Are you smoking that rat poison they got in the? Bro- where I, you I, getting I, the twenty-five and eleven? I mean, I tell you right now, if Randall was off that team, and you know, all things considered, and Ken was still in his rotation, celebrate. we would celebrate. And who? That, Fucking celebrate! Hey, Sorry. yo, but 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 but, but outside of that. Without Julius, if Julius Randle was not on this team right now, at, if he was the only person, addition by subtraction, that we made this this offseason outside of Jalen Brunson, the offense would flow. I tell you right now, the offense would flow. The Knicks would have a the Knicks would probably be a couple of games better than where they are now. But they wouldn't be stagnant on offense. That part, especially in the who's fourth taking quarter. that position? I put Obi Toppin in that fucking position. He ain't giving you twenty five and eleven. He don't have to. <laughs> so trying to explain to you. Julian so Brunson how much higher does Jalen Brunson's game got to get? Right? Because here's what I don't understand, right? Here's what I don't understand. If you're taking away <laughs> 25 and 11, if you you're taking away 25, you got to stop looking at stats. I understand the, uh, the ideas about the offense, but here's what I'm saying. 
If you take away 25 and 11, Jalen Brunson's already at 23. RJ Barrett's going to have to raise his game, and he look like he's reached his ceiling. He's also the worst defensive player the Knicks have. That's he's also missed seven games this season. It's also because okay. Julius sometimes overhelps on his defender, leaving RJ in no man's land. I need, so you, to, that's another I need thing. you to pay attention to this. I need you to pay attention. But to you're this. telling me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Pete. Go ahead. There's been nights that the Knicks have come close and won and, and could have won games. They have shit the bed in the fourth quarter. Do you know why they took the bed in the fourth quarter? Who did they get the ball to? Because they give the ball to fucking Julius Randle, who can't fucking score in those type of situations. Why? Yes. Because he's a one-on-one player. He is what you are accusing Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving of being. And mind, you, and, and mind you, who clo- but Pete, I'm going to ask you one question. Who closed last night? Brunson closed last night. Enough said. No, no, you're not wrong in situational, right? Julius Randle situationally is not a clutch player. Julius Randle situationally is not the guy if I'm being honest, if I'm coaching that team, if you're coaching that team, Randy, if Matt Adrea coaching that team, we know better than to give the ball to Julius Randle in crunch time. And I'm not talking about in crunch time. Yes, we Tom Thibodeau and that offense, minute. hold on, Tom Thibodeau <laughs> and that offense make stupid decisions in giving the ball to Julius Randle when it is not his forte. Julius Randle is a beast. In the first quarter, in the second quarter, and in the third quarter. But in the fourth quarter, Julius Randle does disappear. I'm not saying that. that. I'm not saying that. But (laughs) I am saying. One quarter. But I am saying that Julius Randle has been this year a key and vital part to the Knicks' record. And without Julius Randle, I do not believe that Obi Toppin is going to be able to fill that role. I don't think that Quentin Grimes is ready to step up that much this year. I don't think R.J. Barrett can fill that role. I don't think the players that they have would be able to fill the role that Julius Randle does. And if Jalen Brunson is your only threat on that team, then other teams are going to defensively try to shut him out and make R.J. and Quentin and OB beat you. And I don't know if they can. The fact that they have Julius Randle allows them to have a secondary threat, a viable secondary threat to Jalen Brunson. Said viable. Oh, my so, God. So, Randy, I will give you the last word before we move on for this section of the show. You get the, um, the last, I'm to, last I'm word. I'm about to leave. Yeah, so, I, right. Matt. <clears throat> but, 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 yo. So, mm-hmm. Pete. You made a point. All right. The point is, all right, true. Julius has been vital to the Knicks' wins this season, but he's also been vital to the – incredibly part of the reason why they lost as well, especially losing at the free throw line as well. Not not to say he's had a bad – not to say he's had a bad season. Like, I'm not saying he's had a bad season. You know, he's had a bad season thus far. I tell you. Relax. He's averaging 20, 25 and 11. His, his, his mental is better because we have Jalen Brunson. We'll see how it plays out in the playoffs. Go ahead. But you said the fact that if he wasn't here on this team, the Knicks would be worse off. Now I'm gonna ask you, like I'm not even gonna ask you a question. I'm just gonna state a fact. Mm-hmm. When Luca was gone for damn near a month, when the Dallas yeah. Mavericks last season, right? They won. They, they, they were damn near gone for about a month. He didn't come yeah. back until late in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Not only did Jalen Brunson keep them afloat with that roster of a team, right? Trash ass roster. He actually he not he also went into the first round and beat a 
fully healthy Utah Jazz team by himself. Yeah, you could say Luka came back and did whatever he had to do, but Luka wasn't healthy until the Sun series. So Jalen, that was Jalen Brunson's series. He did that shit by himself. He's already outplayed Donovan Mitchell twice this season and also in the playoffs. He's also, out, he's also outplayed. It's too soon. <laughs> he's a better. He's a better pickup than Donovan Mitchell looking like right now. I'll give him that much. He, he, he's, 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 don't, don't say that. Uh, I gotta go. So, gotta for, go. so for you to say that he's not. Able, so for you to say the Knicks just by off of Jalen Brunson's leadership would be worse off without Julius Randle is false. That's a false statement. With only Julius Brunson as their only player. No, no, no. As, as their mainstay of a player. As Luka their was, only option, if Randall's out, I think the Knicks are a little worse. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, he was their only option in the Jazz series last year. He was also their only option when Luca was out again for that month. Luca missed the not entire month when he, in the first not round. Not to mention when Luca went gassed out in Phoenix and fucking Jalen Brunson. Stepped so you're up telling me, before. you're telling me, if you, if you oh, had, if you had only Jalen Brunson, again, it will be fine. The, the Knicks offense would flourish. The Knicks offense it would, would flourish. It'll be more bound scoring. You wouldn't have to rely on Julius Randle holding the ball for seven seconds of the shot clock. So by the time I agree with that part, yeah. So, so by the time you make a move, that is the main part, Pete. That's the main part. So not, not only that, maybe you get a Cam Reddish off the bench and actually flourish. This team will actually fly up and we, down the court. We no, 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 no. Cam Reddish now. Huh? I'm not saying. I mean, he, he like if they actually saw had the foresight to play him. The don't say they. Him. Don't say they. Tom Thibodeau. Don't You're don't right. don't we. Tom Thibodeau. Fuck him. I'm sorry. I hated him when he was in Chicago. Couldn't stand him even further when he was in Minnesota. Granted, he gave culture to the Knicks, but one thing remains the same. He don't know how to run an offense. And it's just clear as day. He rides one player. One player. It was Derrick Rose. It was Jimmy Butler. It was Jimmy Butler. It was Carl Anthony Towns. Then it was Derrick Rose again. Cat ain't one. Now it's Julius Randle. What the fuck? Pete, use your goddamn head. I mean, listen, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, and again, yes, I'm looking at the stats. I get it. But I'm looking at a guy in Julius Randle who is averaging the most points in his career, even better than his his uh 2020-2021 season. That don't mean shit he has y'all are in the same standards that y'all are y'all are underperforming. He's averaging the best rebounds. Of his career outside of his 2021 season. He is, mm-hmm. and I think he, because he is a secondary player now to Jalen Brunson, he is the no, number no. two option. He is written like a number one, but he has to be there. And he is doing this well, I think, and he's going to be so much better for them because of Brunson. Ray part not be a number one. But no, but that, no, but that part, I, I completely agree with you. That statement that you made, I, I've agreed with you with that. But where you lost me was the fact that if you have him off the team, the fact that the team will be worse off. No, they won't. I don't know. I don't, if, I don't know how they replace him. I'm thinking just numbers here. I don't know how you Cam replace Reddish him. And Obi I don't, I don't think. I don't minutes. think Obi and Cam. I'm going to stand on that. I don't think Obi and Cam can do it. I don't. I don't have faith in them. If I were the Knicks, I'm trading Cam and Obi. I'm sorry. I don't want them. Pete, Obi averaged 19 for a month without when Julius missed about 10 games the last the last month of the thank, season. Obi thank, was thank killing, you, bro. Yes, but thank I don't you, see a lot thank of evolution you, in Obi's game. Because he doesn't play it. Bro. <laughs> 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 and you ain't seen Cam Reddish. Why? You know what's bad when me and Matt are on the same page. I just I don't <laughs> see I don't see Pete, Pete, Pete. 
You remember the Knicks and Hawks series, right? Yes. You remember the Knicks? You thought that was just Trey Young? You thought that was no. just Trey Young? All right. Cam Reddish was there, guy. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, there were some other mean, players I mean, there I mean, as well. I, 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 I mean, there were a lot I mean, of other players John there as well. Collins. And John Collins. I got you. My bad. Cam, Cam I got to relax. Cam didn't play much in that series, though. Right. I right. There were a lot of other players on that team. He got hurt. Right. I got to relax. Like, no, 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 no. Cam had that treatment in Atlanta, too, unfortunately. So it's like. It might be him. I might think be him. him, bro. Yeah, I mean, I think. Listen, I, I don't, I don't I'll have a lot of faith. I look at Obi. I look at Obi, and I hear what y'all are saying. Thomas. I look at Obi, and I see. No, I see. I hate to say this, and I it's may be wrong, and I may I'm have to. I, I, I may be wrong on this, and I'm going to take this L if I end up being wrong. I see young Blake Griffin. I gotta go. That's what I see. I gotta go. Bye. That's I'm what I see. I see Blake. We're not doing. I see Blake. I don't see much else. Okay. I see a one-dimensional game. You know what? If this conversation about the Knicks could could take us another whole two hours, so but Randy's just I don't, looking at me like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, Randy's just like, "What the fuck, bro?" I, don't, I do. I, I see a one-dimensional if, if game. You see, it, okay, move the football. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're just gonna leave it at that. <laughs>